0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone, to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. And today I am joined by Erica Jones with Journey Home Mortgage. And I've actually had uh, on the podcast Erica's husband, Will Jones also our business partner, Denise Villar, uh, with Title Direct, I believe. And so it's a, been a long time coming. We've been trying to get you on the show to share a little bit about what you do in our great community. So here you are. Welcome to the show, Erica. Thanks for joining us.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, it's our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. So please tell us a little bit about Journey Home Mortgage.
1: Well, we are a local lender. Um, we do residential and commercial mortgages here in South Florida. Um, and yeah, that's what we do. We're a mortgage company.
0: Okay. So I'm always interested to speak to mortgage brokers in today's day and age because I know that um, with everything that's happened post COVID, there's been some interesting developments in the real estate market and also with interest rates. So, what's going on right now with interest rates? I know. I haven't really had my pulse on it, but I know that they're pretty high. What's going on right now with that? Where are we at right now? Where are we going in the future? Please share your thoughts.
1: Well, I wish I had a crystal ball to tell you where we're going in the future. Wait, wait, wait.
0: you don't? You don't have a crystal ball? No, I haven't got. I'll, I'll get. I'll get you one for Christmas. I got. I got I a bunch of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know, it, it, historically rates are not as high as people make it out to be, right? During COVID, we got really lucky where people were closing in the 2% and the 3% wars. um, And that was very low, that was a fluke. And I don't think that's ever gonna happen again. Um, However, now we are in a different environment. It's a little bit higher and I think people are a little freaked out. but all of the experts and all of everybody in the industry is predicting that they will be going down probably next year. It's an election year, so usually the markets tend to be a little more favorable, favorable during those years. So we're hopeful that you know we'll see a decline in rates next year. Um, but I will say that you know there's a saying going around, and it's it's date the rate, marry the house. Right, find a beautiful home that you love and move in. And, you know, the payments might be a little bit higher for the first year, but you'll always have the option of refinancing into a lower rate next year or the year after whenever they drop.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question was whether or not somebody should should wait to buy because of interest rates. And it seems like, no, they shouldn't because, again, you can always refinance in the future. If you find the right home and you're going to be there long term, then why not go for it? It's a good investment, yeah. typically. it's,
1: it's, a, it's about you know, what are you willing to pay? Are you comfortable with your mortgage payment? Whether you're paying rent or your own mortgage, you're paying somebody else's mortgage if you're paying rent, right? So if you're comfortable with the payment where you're at, it really doesn't matter what the rate is. As long as you're in the home that you wanna be, it's an appreciating asset. So it's always a good idea to own a home for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, right? Because if you are renting, Well, you're paying 100% interest, essentially. I mean, nothing's going in your pocket. You might as well be paying some of the principal down on your mortgage. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get into the mortgage business? What's your background? So
1: in the early 2000s, I was a student and I needed to earn money. And working minimum wage wasn't cutting it for me. And a friend was like, you know, you should look into getting into the mortgage industry. It's people make a lot of money in there. And so I went, I took the mortgage broker class. And on the final day, somebody put a sticker in my in my window in my car. And it was like, we're hiring. And so I showed up at the mortgage company and I was like, hey, I'm newly licensed. I'm ready to work. And they gave me a job as a loan processor. And the the broker owner was kind enough to kind of train me in the industry. Um, and I fell in love with it. It's, um, like we joke all the time that nobody grows up and it's like, Oh, I'm going to be a mortgage broker. Um, you kind of fall into the industry, but then once you're in it, you don't leave because you you get to do something where you help people. Um, you know, you make decent money and there's never a day that's the same. Even now, 20 years later, I come into work and I never really know what my day is going to bring. Every loan scenario, every client has a different financial situation. And so it's very versatile and um, it's fun. It's high stress, but
0: we love it. So you got your, you, you were in school. What were you studying back, way back when, before you went, finance. before you got finance? Okay. So you, were, you, already, you already had an interest in that. So you mm-hmm. took the mortgage broker, you took the thing, mm-hmm. and then you came out of the school and there was a flyer on your car or did that happen just randomly at another location or was it no,
1: it was at the school i think the school was i mean the the company was just going after newer licenses
0: newer licenses okay yeah. yeah and so i was going i was going to say if it happened random independent of the school talk about a serendipitous occurrence but yeah right. they were targeting students coming out of the thing so okay so you started off in the industry when did you start and form journey home mortgage how long ago
1: uh, August, 2015, um, okay. I had been working for another brokerage and I just wasn't happy with how my loans were being treated. Um, and at that point I had been at Wells Fargo, I had been at a couple different places and I just realized that if I wanted things done my way, then I should open up my own company and do it my way. And so I branched out on my own in 2015.
0: Now I know you're located in Cooper, I believe it's Cooper square Plaza across from the high school. Correct. Right. Did you? Were you? Isn't that a newer plaza? You weren't there since since 2015, right? I mean, that's no, a...
1: no, no, no. We were in Cooper City. I mean, I'm sorry, in Pembroke Pines before, okay. and then they opened up Cooper Square. We decided to to rent a space there because we live in Cooper City as well. So,
0: oh right on. Where do you live in, in Cooper City? I forget. Well, I'm sure Will told me.
1: We're in Montera.
0: Montera, okay. And <clears throat> so, I have a funny story for you about your business. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you were there when I came in that day. So I I published Cooper City Living Magazine Mm -hmm. and I was working on bringing it to print probably towards the end of last year, I guess it was. And I went, I stepped into your business one day and I walk in the door to kind of introduce myself. And there, I think you had six or seven or eight ladies just sitting there. And I opened the door and they all just stare at me like, can I help you? (laughs) <laughs> and here I am out there you know, trying to introduce myself. I said, hey, uh, hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy, uh, like publishing this magazine. And, and who do I talk to? Who's the owner? And I said, oh, you need to talk to her. And they sent me back over. I think it was you. I don't know if you remember this. I think it was you. Do you does this ring a bell? And I went back to whoever they directed me to. And she's sitting on the desk. And I'm like looming over her, standing there. And trying to introduce myself, it was a very, very awkward exchange and experience. But you know, here we are a year later on a podcast, so a little funny yeah. story.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't remember. I mean, we get so many walk-ins, I but um, I'm sorry if it wasn't a positive experience. We might have been kind of busy and in, in the. Oh no,
0: it's 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 fine. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to be sorry about. It was probably on me that it was a little awkward because, uh, you know, that, that can be can be awkward sometimes just walking into a business. But yeah. such is the nature of the beast. So I know that do you, are you also don't you also have a realty company or is that Will's company, the realty group?
1: Yes. So the Pearl Realty Group is my husband's company. So he, you know, he does the real estate on the other side.
0: And you also have you're all kind of business partners together with a lot of this, as well as the title company. And um, Will also has the pest control company too. We talked a lot about his entrepreneurial spirit when we did his podcast.
1: Yes, yes, we do. He's uh, he's a busy man, but he loves what he does. So,
0: yeah, I don't know how you guys keep up with everything, but kudos kudos to you for sure.
1: Yeah, well, it takes a lot of um, organization, and we have a lot of great support from our staff and our family members that help with the family. So we're lucky in
0: that sense. Going back to 2015, mm-hmm. when you decided to open your own mortgage, mortgage brokerage, what was one of the biggest challenges that you faced in transitioning from being an employee to actually opening your own business? Um,
1: Wow, that's a good question. I think it was just learning how to be a business owner, right? Because I knew how to do loans. That wasn't the issue. But there's a whole backside to being, especially in the mortgage industry, that I didn't know about. All the compliance that I had to learn, all of the the call reporting to the state of Florida, those were all kind of new aspects to the business that I had to learn. And I had to learn really quickly because You know, I didn't start off the business without having a book of business, right? I went into business and I opened my company and three weeks later, we were having our first closing. So it was definitely um, a learning curve to learn all of the back end stuff.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's funny because when you work for someone else, uh, you have your job requirement and you could focus on. The, the thing that you do primarily, but then when you go into business by yourself, all of a sudden you have to wear every single hat. Uh, oftentimes when you start, it's, it's just you and mm-hmm. you need to do handle every aspect of that business. And it could be very overwhelming, but very rewarding on the flip side, of course.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So what do you, and I know we'll talk a little bit about this as well, but I'd like to get your thoughts. What do you guys like to do for fun when you're not working? Tell us a little bit about family time, leisure time, what do you guys like to do? So we
1: have two boys, 15 and 11, and they are both into basketball. So when we're not working, he's either coaching them or I'm on the sideline cheering for them. So we, we spend a lot of our times in travel basketball.
0: Yeah, that's a rigorous schedule indeed, the travel. I remember him mentioning that, and it's, uh, it's a lot. So, yeah. A lot, um, yeah. What would be – the one thing that you'd like for our listeners to know about your business?
1: Um, I, I think not necessarily about my business, but about mortgages as a whole. There's a lot of misconceptions that you know you need to have a perfect credit score or you need to put 20% down and people get intimidated, right? Like, oh, well, my score is, you know, I got a 650, am I going to qualify? Or I only have 5% down, I can't buy a house. And that's not the reality. you know you can get a mortgage with a score as low as 500. Um, you can close on a mortgage with only three percent down. There's down payment assistance. There's all kinds of programs out there. And um, I just want people to reach out to you know a local mortgage broker, somebody that can help guide you through that and, and ask questions and let them educate you on your options because there's a lot of options. It's not just for you know the demographic with perfect credit and lots of
0: savings absolutely and and the mortgage the mortgage industry it's it's one of those industries i think for uh, the consumer a lot like financial advisor accountant you really want to have somebody that you trust mm-hmm. as a mortgage broker somebody that you can have an honest conversation with and not wor- not worry about whether or not they're you know charging you more or taking advantage of you and and make sure that you can get accurate information because it's it's so personal, right? It's so close to home, talking about finances and things like that. So one of the reasons why we do this show is to humanize business owners, take the business owner out and kind of put them out there uh, in a way that gives people an opportunity to learn about them, their story, their motivation, you know, the reason behind where they're at today. Uh, I think that goes a long way in building trust and credibility and ultimately building relationships because a lot of the business owners that are operating in and around our community, they also live in our community. Mm-hmm. And they have children that share schools with us, and we share a lot of things in common. And it's important to uh, have those ties to have ultimately a strong community. So, Erica, why don't you share before we wrap up how how listeners could learn more if there is anybody out there that is um, you know looking to refinance or has any questions about mortgages? How can they reach you? Maybe share your website, your contact information. How can we get a hold of you?
1: Um, Well, first of all, we're in Cooper Square, right across the high school, so if you want to just pop in. um, We are friendly, despite what (laughs) you've heard before. Um, We're here to answer questions. Um, Our website is journeyhomemortgage.com, and you can reach me on my cell directly. My number is 954-439-1328.
0: Perfect. And we will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Erica, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm glad we
0: finally got to do this. Likewise. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCoopercity.com. That's GNPCoopercity.com, or call 954 954- 2313170